Welcome to Over the Garden Pod, the best over the garden wall podcast in all of podcasting. And that's her rock fact. And here with me is someone who could hold my hand and I wouldn't care. Nicole Fariello is here. Aw, hi. Hi. I kind of thought you'd say I put the fun in Thunderburger. <laughs> I could have said that. That's okay. Or uh, you put the burger in Thunderburger. It's Burger. Burger. Remember we talked about this with Brian? I know, but I, I like Burger better. Uh, can I have one Burger, please? <laughs> <laughs> they probably know what you're talking about, honestly. <laughs> They're like, mm, we don't sell that here. Oh, this guy's from Norway. This guy's from <laughs> the unknown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I, so I meant that. Hold my hand. I wouldn't care. In a, in a nice way. Not like a... I don't uh, care. Whatever. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> so. Well, that's very nice. Thanks. I figured after last week I said something about you being like the mound queen. Yeah. I would do something nice this week. Yeah. That's rare. Yeah. Spirit of the end of the series. <laughs> Start being nice now. Yeah. Might as well. All right. All right. And it is the end of the series. We have one more episode to do after this. But until then... Let's talk about this one. All right. I don't know what we're going to do after it ends because we don't talk otherwise. I know. Um, I guess we could listen to this series <laughs> together. Take notes and then record about our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a never-ending yeah. episode. And we could hold hands while we listen to it. Well, maybe. That sounds nice. All right. We'll see. Okay. Well, we're here talking about episode nine, Into the Unknown. Into the unknown. <laughs> yes. This is now a... Brennan Yuri slash Frozen podcast. Oh, he's in that movie? He does that, I'm pretty sure, in his oh, okay. concerts. Oh, he's he's the one that does that. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of the other song that sounds just like that, the first Frozen movie. The cold never bothered me anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we don't have to get too deep into Frozen. Um, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks for offering, though. Speaking of Frozen... This episode gets a little chilly. It does get a little chilly, more towards the end when we come back to life. But uh, what do you think about this episode? Do you, you do remember what this was going to be about going yeah. into it, Into the Unknown? Um, I think is a funny one because it makes you think we're getting deeper into the unknown that we're already in. Mm-hmm. But spoiler alert, <gasps> it's about the world we haven't seen yet, the I real world. I know. Yeah. It's really, it's kind of play on words because that is the unknown for us and it's them yes. entering the unknown to them. Yes. Wow. Beautiful. And Wart does say as he leaves his house into the unknown. I gotta love when they say the title. Yeah. Nothing better. Nothing better. Uh, yeah, I was extremely excited to get into this episode. I love this episode. Um, so when it started, you know, it's funny because when I was thinking about this episode, I always feel like there's more information than what a 10 minute episode can give it really is we learn so much in this episode that it's like you feel like it's almost like a 20 minute episode right yeah i guess the 20 minute episode version of this would have more filler and more fun Mm -hmm. silliness and greg jokes and stuff but it really is beat for beat just like there's no wasting time except for maybe a little bit at at the party just like their fun little throwaway comments you get here and there right but even though those are so tightly wound and tightly packed mm-hmm. that they happen like rapid fire i was i was trying my best to write down all the funny quotes because there's so many funny quotes of just like cutaways from random conversations of people you're not really focusing on yeah a lot of funny ones yeah it's very good yeah but let's get into the episode let's do it so we this episode takes place before the events of the first episode on halloween 
Wirt has just finished up making his cassette for Sarah, his crush. He then fashions a costume out of an old Santa Claus hat and a marching band cloak. So good. So good. I love getting the behind the scenes and just the origin stories of the costumes. Yeah. Yeah. I love the opening scene. Yeah. You get him in his room. He's pacing. He's all nervous. Mm -hmm. It's very adorable. Yeah. It's it's weird just even to see him at home at all. Yeah. You know. I like it. Me too. Um, so what do you think about this costume? Do you, was it uh, shocking at all to see where this came from? Or it kind of makes sense once you see it? It makes sense once you see it. Yeah. It does. Like, I remember first watching it and being like, I don't understand what, what this, this could possibly outfit be. is. Yeah. And then once he, like, did the Santa hat and everything, I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. I see it. It really does look very specific when you first see it. Yeah. And once he cuts off the sides of the Santa hat, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess it is just like a pointy red hat. Right. Uh, but I, I, not all Santa hats are straight up like that, though. I was just about to say, I don't think I've ever really seen one. <laughs> right, they have the, the famous sag. Yeah. It's a droopy hat, usually. It's a droopy hat. But, yeah. But cute. And we get a little bit of that from Greg later on, too, and he's asked what, what he is. And then the girls are not impressed. No. When, when he says later on, like, I'm an elephant. Can't you see? And he does his adorable little, like, elephant he's well. Like, <laughs> and they're like, okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, great. <laughs> you bunch of bitches. Well, that's what people do when there's like a little kid around. They're like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I guess high school kids, yeah. Leave me alone, child. Yeah. So Greg gives the tape to Sarah's friend when they when they go over there. He has the funny quote. They're, they're talking about work. I think all of the friends have a, some sort of idea that work has a crush on Sarah. Yeah. The bee, the mascot bee. Mm-hmm. And they say something to the effect of like, oh, you're going to go give that to Sarah? And he's like, oh, no, no, I was going to give it to a different Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then Greg's like, yeah, we're talking about the mascot, Sarah. The one he's been looking at all night. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny to me because, like, she's a bumblebee, isn't she? Yeah. It doesn't look anything like her, but he's been staring at her the whole right? night. Like, oh, man. <laughs> I That's love sexy bee. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and even under the costume, she's already wearing her Halloween costume. She's got double costume duty going yeah. on. Yeah. She, she's ready. She's ready to party. How that makeup didn't sweat off in that bee I suit. I, I remember even know. when I first watched this, I thought that we were still sort of in some sort of world that was not like a one-to-one of human beings to cartoon. I mm. thought we were still in a world that it could have like skeletons or something because mm. you, she takes off the mascot costume and you're like, oh, is she still like some sort of weird, Yep. like, I don't know what. I was actually thinking that tonight. I was like staring at her when she comes out of the dressing room and I was like, oh yeah, I remember thinking like that was what she, what looked, she looked like. like. It's her skin. Right. So I'm, I'm glad I'm not crazy. No, you're stupid. not. Uh, or at least not for that. No. So Greg is a tape to Tara's friends and they tell Wirt he should hurry because another boy, Jason Funderburker, was planning on asking her out to a party tonight that Ooh. Wirt is not invited to. No. But they, oh, yeah, no. they, they try and retrieve the, tra- retrieve the tape mm-hmm. and they end up at the party. Love that party. It looks like yeah. a grand old time. It really does. It looks like, these kids look much younger than high school age, but it looks like a classic high school party. Yeah. It just looks, looks like a lot of fun. They make a mention to tell the audience that they're not drinking alcohol right, on Cartoon Network. Age-appropriate drinks. Right. Juice. Yeah, age-appropriate stuff. Right, because it, it, it is a high school setting, but they're, I'm sure, like, the people, the geared audience for this show is, like, early teens, yeah. if anything, like at the, at the oldest, so they can't be talking about yeah. or make insinuating that they're drinking alcohol at all. And so. then in the, even when they're all actually drinking, it's like, there's like a, it, it looks like a milk carton, like it would be like an orange juice carton Yeah, like no, not even going to put, like, they wouldn't dare put a, like a red solo cup because that no. is super 
insinuative. Yeah. <laughs> if that is a word. It is now, baby. Sure. So yeah, so they, they try to retrieve the tape. They're at the party. Um, Greg decides to just jump right in because Wurt says he's not invited, but and he's like, Greg, you're not either. He's like, okay. <laughs> just walks in naturally. <laughs> that's not how big parties work. Like, even if you're not invited, yeah. just show up. Well, that's, okay. that's kind of what happened too. Wurt walks in and he's like, ah, uh, word that he's not invited. And then they're like, oh, hey, Wurt, how's everything? Yeah. How's it going? He's like, oh, okay. Like, that, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. I think even like the, the Sanchez parties that we've gone to, if there was someone I knew that he didn't want there, if Sanchez was drunk enough and you walk through the door and he's some, you're someone he doesn't want there, he'll be like, oh, hey, man, hey, buddy. It's been so long. Think about, like, like uh, throw a name out there, like John McElinden, who he's punched in the face before. Brendan. I could see him walking through the door at a certain time and Sanchez being like, ah, but my buddy John, what's That's up? That's my best friend. That's my boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Wow. Those kind of big parties. Exactly. You, you could walk in. You, you could even avoid the person you're trying to avoid on there yeah. if you really wanted to. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm glad they're having a good time. They look like they have a... They have a Grand all time going on there. Oh, we, we got that one little cutaway from those people talking on the front lawn that mm-hmm. you were talking about before yeah. the show. Do you want me to add that now? Oh, sure. You could just like, mention what it was. Oh, so the trivia, one of the, my trivia things here is that you hear two boys talking in front of the house, and they're talking about bat and ball games, and one says there are a lot of bat and ball games, not just baseball, so he lists two old cat which if we remember from episode four, Schooltown Follies, uh, Greg attempted to play it but he was just looking for two literal old cats in that episode no bad oh so was, so two old cat is supposed to be like an actual game then yeah because uh, i heard them say that i was like oh, that's funny but it doesn't really work because they're just mentioning the game where you find cats like they just want to say the game to reference an old episode but i yeah. guess two old cat is an actual i guess that so. ball game bat huh? and ball game He's uh-huh. like, there's plenty of other games besides baseball that are ball and bat. Two old cats. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, but that, that was an, another funny one from the party that I remembered. And another one I really liked was Sarah when you're cutting into her conversation for Wart to walk in there and talk to her. She's talking to her friend and she's like, yeah, I, really, I used to be really good at ballet, but my mom wanted me, wanted me to be a, be a wrestler. <laughs> and I just like, this <laughs> such funny random Cartoon Network humor. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah like that a lot. Me too. Yeah, so we're talks to Sarah after this little comment she makes. I mean, she invites him to go to the graveyard with her and her friends. He declines. He tries to get the tape from her jacket. and That's all he cares about at this moment. He's just yeah. trying to get that out of her jacket so he can avoid complete misery and embarrassment. Mm-hmm. He can't see that all he really has to do is just go hang out with her. She seems like kind of interested in him. Yeah, absolutely. For whatever reason. But he's got absolutely no um, confidence and he thinks yeah. for some reason Jason Funderburker has... He's got all the confidence. The game. Yeah, yeah, because we meet him, and he's like, oh, my God. In, in Wurt's mind, Jason Funderburger is the end-all, be-all hunk, and mm-hmm. he's every, everything that everybody wants to be. Yeah. But Sarah never fully seems into him. No. Even like, to the point, we'll get to it later, about uh, their interaction in the graveyard. graveyard. But, yeah, so, so he says he doesn't want to go, because I've, I've, in Wurt's mind, he, could, he will do worse damage being near her right. than he will do being away from her poor guy poor guy so they are not planning on going but then sarah gets the jacket before work can steal the tape out of it yeah and she says a lovely quote there see you there hopefully yeah see open your ears and eyes my dude right she's into you dog yeah god knows why <laughs> harsh yeah so once when she gets the jacket back and they know where she's headed greg and wart have to go after her into the graveyard so they're at the graveyard. 
the group is telling stories. I know Jason Funderburger is telling some riveting story about a guy with a machete. Everybody loves Funderburger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they do give a, a little giggle at whatever he says. It looks like the worst story ever. Yeah, he's like, delivers. and then there's a guy with an axe. And yeah, everyone's yeah. like, ah! And then there's a guy with an axe. <laughs> it's like, ah, Funderburger is so funny. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if, if I could see Greg just like popping up and sitting in their circle and him going like, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. like loving the story. Uh, so yeah, so they're, they're telling their ghost stories or scary stories. Uh, Greg tries to do his distraction for Wirt. And mind you, like this is something that Greg offered to do. Wirt said no. And then he saw Jason Funderburger during one of his riveting stories grab Sarah's hand. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what, Greg, do it. And he tells Greg to go and do this. Pretend to be a dead ele- elephant. Yeah. <laughs> so he's doing this and they're like oh how cute it's, it's his brother again yeah then we're uh, is found behind one of the, the gravestones greg is always throwing him under the bus oh yeah he's right there <laughs> it, it's true i mean but what does he want to do he, he's, no, yeah. he's he's, he's got to come out at some point yeah i mean like his giant stupid hat's poking out there <laughs> after greg and wirt are are seen the police car pulls up and jokingly tells them that they're going to be arrested for being in the graveyard mm-hmm. he does mention earlier to a couple of kids dressed up like the robbers that he's going to arrest them and yeah. like hey you two robbers you're under arrest <laughs> uh, i'm just kidding that'd be all i mean he does this joke a couple times hell yeah but bad timing with this joke now because the kids are so scared when he tells them they're all under arrest yeah because he's joking but he also does want them off the private property yeah so you gotta pick one you get you gotta either just be joking or just like don't drive into a graveyard and scare kids right on halloween when they're telling ghost stories yeah because i i fully blame the cop for 100 running them up and over the wall yeah because once they're scared like kids are scared of, of cops duh so they're not gonna hear you once you once you come out come out there they're not gonna listen to what you're trying to say right so funny though i love that cop when he it, does it like is a, he's funny stop running in the street ah, i'm just getting happy halloween <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he threatens to arrest everybody uh, it, it would be a better the world would be a better place if all policemen would say you're under arrest and then say just kidding afterwards <laughs> um so yeah so he he run, runs all the kids out of the graveyard um but greg and Wirt go the other direction and go up and over the wall once they're on top of the wall mm-hmm. they see sarah and jason funderberger looking at the tape and jason funderberger goes let's go listen to it <laughs> you're too good at his voice <laughs> that's how i used to talk in Th- high school these aren't sound bits people these are uh <laughs> these are brendan oh yeah I'm pulling pulling my own sound bites from 12th grade right exactly yeah so i think w- once Swert sees that that's all he needs to see he's like well there's no point in being on that side of the wall anymore because nothing matters she has something i don't want her to have i'm basically dead in my world let me hop over into the, the unknown. unknown they jump over they happen to be standing on train tracks the train's coming towards them Horrible. they both jump off and down the hill and they're tumbling rumbling tumbling yep and they fall into the ice cold water unbelievable and then we're back to where we left off last episode yeah we don't see how he gets there i guess beatrice somehow dropped him off with the fish man to where her whole family of birds live true and he's in this like little tree i didn't even think about that yeah, so I guess that's, that she must have dropped him off there because uh, her mom tells Wirt if, if he goes and finds her, then to tell her to give her a hug. Mm-hmm. So I guess she probably doesn't come around that often because she's been trying to get them to, to go turn to back in. Well, yeah, to go to Adelaide <laughs> or to turn back into yeah. humans somehow. Yeah. Can we just briefly pause and talk about how did Wirt fit into a tree? 
It's a good question. Especially with like a, like 200 birds. <laughs> 200 birds. Wurt and uh, what's the frog's name at this point? <laughs> uh, Maybe Ronald. 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 It is Ronald. Nice. Yeah. Yes. And Ronald. It was a big frog, by the way. Huge frog. Who I'm glad uh, Greg found him just in time for the last frog of the season. Thank God. <laughs> Very important. The, although we know that's not true because there was an entire yeah, ferry of them. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seems like Beatrice and her family are on much better terms now because at the start of the season or the, the series, it seems like they were really like at, at ends, the, the two parties between Beatrice and her family because Beatrice seems so desperate to turn her family back. Yeah. Like I would be pissed too if you turned me and my family into a bunch of birds, <laughs> but they seem so just warm towards her and they just feel so bad that she's probably been trying so desperately to get them back to being humans that they're just like it's okay we just like want to be with you we don't want you to go out and hurt yourself just let's be they they, they seem much more gracious to her than i would be absolutely they've they've grown warmer towards her for sure yeah but pretty much that's really it he he gets out of the tree and i think this this whole shake-up he's had makes him realize maybe this is like a little mini flashback in his dreams for remembering what happened before they got into the unknown mm-hmm. and he realizes yeah it was a, a shitty brother this whole time because he said that's what he says right he said something to that effect when he gets out of the tree he says he said i was a shitty brother he's, yeah he does <laughs> <laughs> i was a booty brother <laughs> uh, you know, he says i was no good to him alive right or whatever because she says you're no good to him dead if you go out there in the winter storm and he's like i wasn't very good to him alive either yeah and he trudges on gonna go find his little bro Wirt's gonna go save the day, save my the dudes. Day. And that's our ep. That's it. That's it. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. What a good episode. They keep leaving you on these great cliffhangers. After you get around like episode six or seven. That's it. It's boom, boom, boom. Yeah, keep coming back for more. It's harder to watch like this because you we really usually do just watch this whole thing in one sitting. long sitting and make it like a movie. But watching them in eleven episode eleven minute chunks. It's like, oh, God. I need so more good. now. Ow. But otherwise, let's get into some segments. Let's do it. Let's start with some MVPs and LVPs. Cole, what do you got for me? Okay, my MVP is Greg. Greg. I just love him. Love that little rock. Yeah. Love that he worked for the lady across the street <laughs> for free candy on Halloween. Yeah. Which is hysterical. Yeah, we get um, that little exchange from the two of them where he calls her old lady Daniels. Yeah. And she's like, don't call me old lady. He's like, yes, sir, old man. <laughs> young. I think he says young, <laughs> young man. <laughs> just the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then do I give my LVP as well? Yes. I'm just giving it to work. Yeah. I mean, there really wasn't much action otherwise, and okay. he was really not nice to him on that. No, this uh, is a side this, of the this world. Is, we like we said last week, it might be the worst word episode, but this is another bad one with like showing you where all of his shitty brotherness yeah. stems from, and the fact that he like starts with like you and your father, like he yeah. like is blaming the two of them for his misery. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is even worse than this one because all Rick does is try to help him the entire episode yeah. and he still blames him for all of his problems. Yeah. And it seems like Greg's dad is very similar to Greg in the way like, you see where he came from, like mm. the apple falls not far from the tree and that they're all just like looking out for him. Well, at least that side of the family is just trying to get work to come out of his shell a little, a little bit more and is doing it in a loving way. Yeah. And where it just is not seeing he's too angsty. Yeah, he's like, leave me alone. Yeah. 
So those are my MVP, LVPs. All right. I will be a little bit different for MVP because Greg always in contention. Mm. But if, I had a feeling you would give him just because he's great and he's he's just too damn cute not to give MVPs sometimes. So I will give Sarah an MVP. All right, Sarah. For rocking that B costume, keeping on that. She must have put on some really good makeup to keep on her costume. Yeah, I mean. She seems just like a, like a cool person that everyone seems to enjoy mm. and probably had some of the best stories at that. We didn't hear her stories, but I'm assuming they're the best ones at the the graveyard. Probably. She's able to tolerate Jason Funderburger, but doesn't let him encroach too far. Right. Makes, make, keeps a, keeps a, a little bit of a distance from him when he's being too creepy. Yep. Uh, and she seems, she seems like the talk of the town. Yeah, she's a cool girl. I'd cool be chick. friends with her. She's Definitely. one of those that are just friends with everybody. Yeah, she seems like it. Yeah. Uh, LVP Ward, though. Ward. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't see what she sees in him. He's weirder than i i don't like jason funderberger either aside from his voice and his name right but i mean maybe word is right maybe he would be better off if he just stayed far away from her and she would like him more because maybe he has a lot to figure out if he wants to have any chance with the coolest girl in town that's true but maybe having her will will change his attitude a little bit that could be we'll see we'll see if so he's a simp is that how you use that <laughs> sure <laughs> baby simp i like it all right cool I'm glad you get to use some terms from your children. Yeah, school. they teach me. So, you know, I have to. Got to use it on pod. I have to. I mean, <laughs> I have to be cool. What somewhere. did they say about me? What do you mean? Like, what they tell me, would they call me a simp? Would they call me a beta cuck soy boy simpy? simpy I've never heard them say beta cuck soy boy. Okay. Oh, all right. Good. That's. But they definitely call people simps. Okay. Simps. Sus. Yeah. All the Sussy baka. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, let's get into our next segment. Okay. Regular old awards. Okay. I only have one this week. That's okay. I'll, I'll start then. Okay. So I, I'll get to sandwich you. All right. My first regular old award is the They Said It Award. Okay. It goes to Wirt. Um, actually, I want to say that both of these, hmm, this doesn't really go to anyone character. I don't know. <laughs> Who said it? The writers? <laughs> yeah, the writers, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, they said it, meaning the wall, because they didn't really say it, but the kids do go over oh, the garden wall. Yeah. So although it should be called over the cemetery wall, it's not really a uh, garden that. Okay, in. yeah, maybe my word does make sense. It is kind of over this garden wall, but it, yeah. maybe there's vines on it. Right. That counts enough. But yeah, okay. that, that's a good point. That kind of what a flawed name. They really, they, they really they missed that. out on an opportunity there <laughs> to call it over the cemetery wall. Yeah. So yeah. So not so much they said it, but more they showed you did it. it they did it they went over the garden but you know when people love when they say like the title of something absolutely okay all right mine is the you crack me up award you crack me up oh i feel like did someone say this no Damn it. crack me up crack egg costume <laughs> what's her name Catherine. rondy rondy was the other girl Catherine? Shut, shut the hell up Catherine. no the other girl says to her like yeah we know you're an egg rondy i know but what does rondy say back to her she's like shut the fuck up <laughs> bitch <laughs> shut the fuck up bitch you're a fucking bunny i don't think she says anything i mean she does like, say like shut shut the hell up or like <laughs> again does not say that but she says something shut like the beep up <laughs> yeah right a lot of expletives in this episode uh ronda either i was gonna get rondy rondy's nuts i'm gonna get rondy you're loopy tonight <laughs> wow Oh, All right, good award. Uh, you. you like that egg costume, I guess? It was the only thing I could think of <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode. Right. Okay. 
I'll take it. I like it. Okay, good. Um, my next award goes to two characters. I'll give you that off the top of the top of the tit. Is it two old cats? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, it, it, this is the MCU character prequel award. So MCU. I don't, if, I don't know if your kids talk about this a lot, but MCU yeah, is... they do. And my one girl, one student, I have only ever talked oh, okay, about so you Marvel. Know. Right? MCU is Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the MCU what? Prequel, a character prequel. So if there was like a character that was in like the Avengers or something and they didn't have their movie yet, then they did have their movie, then you kind of get like their background. So it's the brothers? The brothers. <laughs> so you, you, we get like their background. We get we get where they're from, yeah. where, how they get their costumes. We even like kind of see where they live. Exactly. We get, okay. to, we just, we get to see their town. So it's the Broskies. Yeah. So I just, I love that. This That's why this is maybe my favorite episode is because we, we get to see their town and almost see what the show would be like if we finished the 10 episodes and then like okay cool they're safe let's now do the rest of the show just at home and just have like a regular high school show with these kids i'm about to i'm about ready to uh email the creators and ask them if they can create a uh back over the garden wall episode yeah they come they came back <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a great show like and episode nine as a show heck yeah, yeah i love it just me normal, too normal ass cartoon i'm writing them yeah all right. That's my final award. I like it. It's time for some trivia. It's time for some trivia. So I already talked about one piece of my trivia. The other piece that I have is that I'm going to go back to episode, I don't remember what number, but the Mad Love episode. Okay. I said in my trivia, ooh, this one's a spoiler for a future episode, so sure. we'll come back to it. And I well, we're back. keep my promises. So <laughs> it says here, we were talking if you remember in that episode, we were all talking, all of us, you guys too, we're talking about the Endicott and his ghost and how we're not really 100% sure whether or not they're alive or dead. Uh, we talked right. about the peacocks, I think, and how they symbolize oh, yes, immortality yes. and eternal life after death. We talked about Endicott explaining that he is crossing into the abyss, never to return. And when the children enter the cemetery, I was almost yep. called it a graveyard, the cemetery... There is a tombstone with Endicott's name clearly seen, which brings his status as a creature of flesh and blood into question. Mm. So, like I said, they go in and they. So it makes you wonder, like, the, if Wirt and Greg meeting him at all means that they were this this whole time they're in the unknown is like them being pretty close to death, like in that water that they just spilt into. Wow. Yeah. you know, yeah. Because I, I I don't want to spoil too much, but I'm pretty sure when. They're eventually saved because obviously these kids don't die at the end of the series. <laughs> um, they are fine, and I think they. It's it's not so much that it was like a dream sequence, but maybe it sort of was. I, I remember watching the show and feeling like all these events that are happening that are a little bit uh, cartoonish did happen, and that there there is an over the garden wall. Yeah. Um, but now after we talked to Brian last week and the fact that the two of them were slowly dying, mm-hmm. and then. Craig had that dream sequence mm-hmm. and met the beast. And we, we talked about how that all could have been like them pretty close to being on their way out. Yeah. Now it makes me feel like seeing that this name. whole thing is like the microcosm for the show as a whole. And this unknown just being the events with, uh, within their own heads while they're half freezing to death. Yeah. So it could have been this the whole show could have taken place over the course of like a half an hour or so maybe. Or longer. Yeah. However long they're almost dying for. Right. But yeah, that's I definitely think that that's has a lot to do with this storyline and like you were saying seeing 
Endicott's name, Unky Endicott. Maybe they like it's one of those things where you see it, but you don't fully register what you've read or whatever. And then mm-hmm. it's like a not like subliminal, but like or would it be subliminal? Like what's the or word? Subconscious. For, so your subconscious is just like thinking about it, though you don't really know who this person is or kind of like in dreams. They say in dreams you the people you see in I don't know how real this is but they always say people you see in dreams are just like people that you've seen mm-hmm. like your brain can't like construct a face right so kind of like that I guess yeah yeah I can see that yeah all right and that was really it and then the two cat which we already talked about so two old cat two so. old cat yep and that was the only trivia for this episode okay I like those good trivia yeah right I think next week's gonna be a, a huge trivia and there's gonna be a lot to wrap up mm-hmm. let's hope so that'll be good we're, we're almost at the end here, folks, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll be back next episode for the final episode, episode 10, The Unknown. Until then, be sure to go frog hunting before the last frog of the season. Falls by a house near a stream. And over the garden